Hello, Collateral Gaming listeners. Chazzle Dazzle here from the Trial by Air Variety Show podcast. I just wanted to take a few seconds to invite you guys over to what we do. No, it's not video games, but we do invite really awesome and unique bands from all over the world. We dig deep into their souls and find really cool stories to tell you, and there's tons of music every week, so subscribe to us wherever you subscribe to your podcast. We look forward to having you. I'm Ashley Chancellor. And I'm Zachary Gio. This is Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we talk about good games, bad games, and everything in between. But we got something big to talk about tonight. Ash and I are here to discuss the newly released, but forever loved, Skyward Sword HD. This is really exciting. This game is 10 years old, and it has never looked better. Ash has recently beaten the game, and I am on... I am almost done with the second half of the game i guess because as of right now we're gonna go and remain spoiler free but uh, later on down the line if you guys have played the game and you want to hear all the juicy stuff that we're going to talk about in the latter half of this episode that's when we're going to get into it but ash how you feeling it's been a while since you and i've gotten on the mic together buddy yeah it's been a while and and what better time than than now to talk about it i mean this is this is your favorite zelda game right it is. I, it is. When I saw the announcement a few months back, I lost my mind. And yeah, I we have not, did. Oh yeah, I have not I have not been disappointed for a second. This game has been spectacular. The quality of life improvements have made it sail far above its predecessor, and it is just it has been one awesome part after awesome part after awesome part it just keeps going the game is phenomenal the art style is beautiful story is immaculate they just really hit the nail on the head with this one it looks crisp clear and hd and this is the first 3d zelda game that we've had that is registering at 60 fps and it is yeah beautiful it looks so good. So, yeah, like Zach said, we're going to split this up into two segments. Uh, most of the time when we do game launch episodes, um, we make them spoiler-free so that uh, we give our players a chance to play it. We were kind of on the fence about this because Skyward Sword's a game that's been out for 10 years. So, first half of the podcast is spoiler-free. We're probably going to talk mainly about the quality of life improvements and what HD does. The second half of the podcast is our chance to really get into spoiler territory because we haven't done that with Skyward Sword yet. And, and it, it is one of the, the standout Zelda games. So, But Absolutely. yeah, like, like you said, uh, the 60 frames per second is probably one of the first things you'll notice. The game runs so smooth. And, and I mean, Skyward Sword was a game that already had kind of a timeless quality to it, similar to Wind Waker. Yep. Um, the graphics were cell shaded and kind of have this impressionist art style going on, um, which they did by messing with the pixels from a distance and, and rounding them out. So... The, the question comes to be, you know, what exactly are they going to do uh, to HDify it? And the answer is, is they have used some AI to determine how they're going to some. I think I think they were using AI to determine how they were 
what they were doing with those pixels. So some of the closer objects don't look as impressionistic, but the farther objects look even better and still maintain that that impressionist painting feel. And, and then, of course, you know, with the 60 frames, it just runs so smooth. I was just blown away by how the game looks, even in handheld mode. Absolutely. Like, they really hit the nail on the head with the design for this game. And, I, and don't get me wrong, the Wii version was spectacular. Like, it was just, it was something that nobody had seen before. It was something that hadn't been done with this kind of art style, and it was beautiful. And really, what they did with this remaster, they smoothed out all of the jagged edges, they made the game run perfect, and they just made the art style even better because all of the details are crisp, they're concise, and they're just beautiful to look at. Yeah, watch us side by side. I mean, the difference is really clear. Absolutely! Um, yeah. That was one of my favorite things about the trailer. I, I immediately noticed the difference. I was like, you are kidding me. This is gorgeous. And I got yeah. severely emotional. I mean, we were watching the direct. I think it was you, me, and Megan. We were all sitting at our computers. And this was before I bought my PC, my upgraded one. Yeah. <laughs> and so no. I was on my crappy little laptop. <laughs> yeah, I remember, man. When, when we, we, we lost our minds when that was announced. And oh, my God. Yes. The game, as far as the gameplay goes, it's mostly the same. Um, not much has been changed when it comes to... Uh, just the way that the game plays and what happens. But what they have done, of course, is we've gotten the HD upscaling of the graphics. Um, a lot of waiting has been has been cut. So uh, certain pieces of dialogue throughout the game. And, and you may not notice it as much when you're playing it, but if you go back and like watch a playthrough of the Wii version, you'll notice all these little lines of dialogue that are cut. Fine no longer interrupts you nearly as much in the game. Um, yep. And, a normal and, amount of interruption as opposed to an insanely annoying amount of interruption that makes makes her almost unwanted. In this game, she's a very pleasant surprise. It's like if they yeah. had done this with Fi in the original version, she would have been fantastic. She would have been one of the best companions, especially because of the end of the game. But we'll get into that later because, as you know, the beginning will be spoiler-free and I almost slipped. So I'm going to be <laughs> careful. <laughs> I'm going to be very careful. Yeah, and a lot of the tutorial stuff was cut as well, so the game does feel a little less hand-holdy, which was one of the complaints. Um, so yep. already, out, you know, right out of, the, out of the door, we've got the two major complaints about the game. Fi and the fact that it was considered very hand-holdy, um, just, just completely uh, improved upon in every way. Uh, and... So I, I have no problem saying that this is going to be the definitive version of the game. Uh, there is no reason to go back and pick up the Wii version. Uh, if you've got a Switch, you're going to want to play this one. And also, the game introduced button controls. That was that was the other thing that was, you know, uh, as a lot of people felt like Skyward Sword was gimmicky because of the motion controls, which I never had a problem with. I liked the motion controls, but the reason Me I'm either. glad that they added the button controls is because I have a Switch Lite, so <laughs> I play in handheld <laughs> yeah. mode all the time, and the motion controls are actually pretty good. I didn't have very many problems with them. I know you didn't like them as much. You preferred motion. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the button controls, but I do think that it's good that they're included 
to give people that choice. You know, I was always a fan of the motion controls. I never had a problem with them on the Wii. I thought they were innovative. I thought they were brilliant. And I thought they made the game a million times more fun. So when I saw the announcement for the button controls, I was happy, but not for myself. I tried it. I honestly did, but I just, I didn't like it because I thought what part of what makes this game so unique is the aspect of using the motion controls to solve your problems around you, whether it's fighting a bokoblin or solving a puzzle or confusing an eye in the Skyview Temple. That's not a spoiler. Everybody knows about that at this point because it was that in was the in the original, the original trailer. Yes, it was. <laughs> and so from all of that stuff being adding being added to the uniqueness of the game, I always wanted to you know master the motion controls. And once I did, it was just perfect to me. There's no other way to play the game, but to each his own. You know, you have to play in handheld mode, which means you had to use the button controls, which means you used them throughout the duration of your journey, and you probably got to use, you probably got used to them, and you probably learned to love and appreciate them. Some people didn't finish Skyward Sword because they really couldn't get used to the motion control. So if I that's know. you, if that's you, um, you're in luck. We've got button controls. I liked them. I played them all the way throughout. I recommend though, if you're playing with a set of Joy Cons, try the motion controls. See if you like it, because um, I I have heard that they're more precise. Although I have also heard that they do require a little bit more calibration than the original did. And I remember as it was, the original yes. did require yes, they, calibrating they, itself once in a while. But <laughs> they do actually. When I uh, approached you with that problem, I hadn't really found a proper way to sit and play the game or stand and play the game. And now that I have, I don't really have many calibration problems okay so good. It, it's so, it's pretty awesome it's, it's very smooth so there's a way to, to sit and play and 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 you know kind of avoid that Absolutely. that's good to know one good thing about playing with motion controls too is that now you've got the uh right analog stick free for for free camera control something that was absent in the original game yes um Dude, if, it's one of the best additions to the game honestly even if you're just running through skyloft and you're ascending a flight of stairs if you're playing with the camera you can make link look awesome while he's just climbing stairs yeah that's what i love about free camera controls they add emphasis and dynamic to almost every single frame and it's because way better can, than having to just snap the camera behind you constantly. Exactly. It's perfect because you can literally recreate each frame in the game to your own design. You can make, unless it's like a cutscene or story-driven part, you can make every single area of the game look different just by adjusting the camera to however you want. And it's really cool. It's beautifully done. They did a phenomenal job with it. And free aim camera is available in button control as well. You just have to hold the L button while you do it. Um, yeah. Some people weren't as keen on that. I'd say in the original, you didn't have free camera control at all. So I'm not going to complain that I have exactly. to hold an extra button. Um, you get used hey. to it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and using the right analog stick to control your sword, I, I felt was uh, fairly intuitive. Took a little bit of getting used to, um, because unlike with the motion controls, the sword automatically centers itself. Uh, but what I did like is that uh, the flying and swimming and, and steering, uh, that's all done with the left analog stick, at least in button control mode. I don't know how that was handled on the motion. Is it still controlled by motion when you fly? It's or when controlled you by motion, absolutely. And it is okay. so much more crisp, dude. Flying with a loft wing with the Joy-Cons is so much fun. I love it. And there's also, you know that mini game where you have to use dowsing to, and you have to use uh, Scrapper to find the fun wheel? Yeah. 
and bring that back, dude, the motion on that is more precise too. So it's easier to land on the 50 rupee space and get 500 rupees every time. The first three times I did it, I landed on the 50 rupee space and I just had a packed out wallet in less than 10 minutes. It was Really? Crazy. I was just yeah. doing that today and um, I was having a little bit of difficulty. So like Zach said, I actually just beat the game today. I, I literally watched the credits roll like right before uh, we uh, we. we Right before we started to record this, which just in time, right? So I was, yes. I was, you know, don't going along and collecting those extra heart pieces and doing everything. By the way, yes, I did beat the game one hundred percent. I did everything there was to do, um, and and yeah, one of those things was the damn dodo mini game, which took me a few tries with the stick, <laughs> <laughs> um, just oh, as it man. did in the original. <laughs> you know, the first time I played through the game, I had so much trouble finding the party wheel the first time. I didn't realize really? that all you had to do was activate a time crystal in the desert, and it would show you the way. I'm not going to give you that passageway. You, all of you guys listening, you have to find it, okay? You know that it's a part of the game, but... I mean, it's a mini game. Come on, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> right. It's a mini game where the you can game. just pack your wallet out. It's great. If you win, you get 500 rupees every time, and it's it's pretty awesome. I don't remember. You did everything in the game, so how many rupees could you hold at the end? Uh, 9,900. <sighs> that's a lot of rupees. I wish that they had just went ahead and maxed it out to 9,999, but, you know, they didn't. It's, it's, or it's just went Breath of the Wild style and just you could hold over 100,000 rupees. You could have a million rupees. Yeah, yeah. I was but rich Skyward Sword still has <laughs> Skyward Sword still has the wallet limitations, um, which when we play Breath of the Wild don't make as much sense. It is interesting going from Breath of the Wild on Switch to this game. Um, oh yeah, kind of noticing how different the games are. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where Link keeps all of that money in Breath of the Wild because there was one. There was literally one point Ash where I had like one point two million rupees. I had well, a lot of rupees. Answer me this. How is it that Link can hold iron boots and whoever knows what other equipment, but he can only hold a, hold a certain number of rupees? Explain that one to me. Explain how the iron boots don't weigh you down even when you're not wearing them because they're still on your person. They're still explain on your person. To me, explain to me where all this stuff goes. I know we have an adventure pouch, Hammer but specs. that adventure pouch isn't... <laughs> that adventure pouch isn't, like, limitless space. It's not... You, you have slots for it. So where does that stuff go? Does it teleport? <laughs> like where do the empty bottles full of liquid go what is what does link even plug the empty bottles with all you do is scoop it and it's there that okay <laughs> this is what we can do we can rip, we can rip apart the funny stuff of skyward of skyward sword that's also related to other zeldas why is it the cuckoos refuse to attack link unless he attacks them every interaction that i have had with a chicken has gone south and it has <laughs> not been pleasant do chickens always attack you zach I've had it happen multiple times. Yes, I've been pecked to death almost. Not no, not even. You know, close. but I've been are, pecked multiple times, and it's not fun. There are no cuckoos in Skyward Sword, are there? No, there's not. There are not. Um, but there, there are, are loft no, wings. There are loft wings. Those are giant cuckoos that have matured and are partnered with society. <laughs> <laughs> partnered. Actually, that's a that's a good question. That's a really good question. What are the loft wings? Where did they come from? Where did they go? Where did they come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Who knows? But um, <laughs> Skyward Sword is is every bit the game that you remember, and it feels so smooth. Um, 
I just I, I I was actually really really looking forward to getting back into this game. We played it a few months ago when we did an ep- we did a, a bonus round episode on Skyward Sword, but I'd only gotten as far as yeah, I'd only gotten as far as Linnea Mining Facility, so I got Oof. all the way through this time, and um, yeah, I, I I was I was really these past few months I've been wanting to dig into Skyward Sword, but I've been telling myself not to because I knew that the HD version was coming out. So <laughs> yeah, and honestly, right now, if I'm gonna be honest, uh, the reason I'm playing through Skyward Sword again so soon is because of the quality of life changes, the HD improvements. The game is the exact same; they didn't really add anything or change anything. Um, I had heard that they made Demise a little bit harder, but I haven't fought Demise myself yet, so I don't know if that's true. However, I do know that it's basically the exact same game, just with major quality of life improvements. I mean, you can... Long bodies of text that you used to have to kind of wait to get through, you can just press press B on the Joy-Con and just zip through all those texts. You can skip through text, yes. And you can skip cutscenes even if you're watching them for the first time because this game realizes a lot of people are coming back to this game. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course there's a bunch of people that this could be their first Zelda game. Or it could be their first time playing Skyward Sword, you know? So those people obviously aren't going to... skip the cutscenes because they're amazing and in this game with the quality of life improvements the cinematics are beautiful the reshading the texturing the layer it's just it's perfect nintendo did a really good job nintendo sucks man i'm just gonna go out and say it nintendo is a terrible company right now because they make the (laughs) most beautiful products but they just they do it on their own terms they don't include the fans at all and it hurts my heart. I am so happy that we have this. Do not get me wrong. This is but we kind of a... had this and so much more. Yeah, this is and th- actually, and this is a step in the right direction. Though I will say, this is one of the few instances where Nintendo finally did listen to feedback. Um, yep. The game does feel a lot less patronizing. Um, like I said, there's when I say that there's less hand-holding, I really mean it. Um, just those little bits of dialogue that were just kind of like, okay, I let me figure out what to do. Now the game kind of let, gives lets you figure out what to do. Um, and Spy is so much less intrusive. Um, in a lot of moments, either if uh, the, te- the dialogue was completely cut, like I said before, or in other cases... Um, you're simply going to get, instead of her just coming up automatically, you're going to get that little unintrusive notification, which stops sounding off after a while. And so you can happily ignore it if you want. Um, you can get through the game without dowsing if you want. Um, it, it, it's it's completely doable, and you can play this game the way that you want to. And so, Absolutely. It, yeah, in a lot of ways, and th- this game can appeal to people who play the original and new players, um, I will say, having played the game before, and maybe it's just because I've played the game before, because I remember dying a lot originally, <laughs> and I didn't die a single time in this playthrough. I, I almost, almost, honestly thought it was too easy. Maybe I'm just too good at Skyward Sword now. Maybe I played it enough, but um, I, I would have either. So I would have appreciated if Hero Mode was available from the beginning, like they did with Link's Awakening. Um, that would have been that would have been a, a better way. So Nintendo, if you want to patch that in, like just throw Hero Mode in at the beginning, because I would have just gone full Hero Mode. That way, because um, I never ended up needing to use my potions or anything, and the game gives you so many opportunities to heal, you could cut out the hearts and to, and be fine. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You could literally you can just sit on a stool, yeah. sit there for like thirty seconds, and you're good to go. Plus, yeah. I mean, it's not hard to secure the pieces of heart in this game. You got to look for ways to get to Goddess Cubes. And do side quests. Talk to people. There, get gratitude crystals. There expand aren't as your many wallet. Pieces no, of there's heart. not. I, there's I even think because you start medals. with six hearts. Exactly. And there's two medals 
that just overall increase your life. Like there are life medals, and they there's two of them in the game. So if you once you finish all of the heart pieces, you'll have, I think, eighteen hearts. Yeah, those last two slots are for the are for the uh, the life medals, which I I had yeah. equipped by the end because I couldn't can't stand having two hearts missing. <laughs> oh hey, I just got a Shine Sparkers notification. I know we're talking about Zelda, but Metroid is also around the corner. Ooh, it is. I'll have to save this and send this to you because it's a really really beautiful shot from Metroid Prime. But back to the matter at hand. Uh, actually, you know what, Ash? They deserve to hear this. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to send this to you right now. Hold okay. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is really cool. All right? We're talking about Skyward Sword HD, but this is a really cool shot from Metroid Prime that if I don't send it to Ash right now, I will forget to do it ever. So you guys are hearing genuine content right now. There you go. I've sent it. We're good. All right. Wow. So as, as for these, right? As for these quality of life changes, easily, easily. Yes, the frame rate is fantastic, but the best one is the treasure notifications. Yes, thank God. You get them. You get them once. <laughs> Not when every time it. you reload the game. <laughs> yes, every time you pick up a new, every time you pick up a new treasure that you've never picked up before, you get the notification, and it shows it you putting it into your pouch. However, that's it, and it is amazing. I cannot tell you how much time is wasted in the old version just picking up treasure. And sometimes those notifications get you killed because they th- or they get you hurt because they throw you off. I can't tell you how many times I've picked up tumbleweeds in the desert only to realize that while I was looking at the notification, I'm in quicksand and I'm low on stamina. Yeah, I used to I used to try to like pick things up with the with the the beetle so like I could avoid getting the notification because yeah every time you reloaded the game um it would do that and it's actually really funny though because the switch is is a console that I kind of I almost never end up having to to quit the game um I kind of just always have the game running in the background and I just put my switch into sleep mode so <laughs> funny enough the the change isn't uh it w- wasn't as handy as, as it would have been, but I, I, I'm very glad that it's not there. Uh, I think the Gratitude Crystals, they still give you a notification. I'm okay with that. There's not that many. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the like, treasure... There's 80 in the game or 100? There's 80, and, and most of them you get you know, five at a time by doing side quests, which I would expect to get. you know. But it's the little individual ones you have to pick up, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, those ones yeah, those don't are, bother me. Yeah, um, those are at night at Skyloft, right? Right. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, not having to, to reload, you know, uh, I remember Twilight Princess had started that with the fucking rupees. Skyward Sword had fixed not doing the rupees every single time you picked one up after reloading the game, but then they did it with the treasure and it was kind of like, come on, Nintendo, why, why would you do that? Like, well, what, what went through their mind that they were like, every time someone reloads the game, let's have it redo the whole like menu thing. Whose idea was that? I don't know, but I'm glad they removed it. Yep. <laughs> the, the game is a lot more streamlined now because not only can you skip and not only has a lot of the dialogue been cut or is optional, but um, yeah, no more breaking the pace by uh, forcing your screen to pause while you collect something that you've collected, you know, 20 of already. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. It is just a beacon of hope in a dark, dark a beacon. old version of a game. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm I'm really happy with this overall 
new adventure because it's it's the same game but it's just so much better it's so much brighter so much more fluid so much more enjoyable the character updates and how their faces look change the overall feel of cutscenes there's more emotion in their faces you can see how they're feeling without having to like really focus on it you know you get the full effect of the story that's happening as it's hitting you yeah bye doesn't look nearly as stupid singing and <laughs> <laughs> i it, it, the cutscenes are so beautiful, man. Oh my gosh! And that are. beginning cutscene, they actually uh, re-rendered. I found that out because some I was watching a video and someone pointed out that they they don't actually like play at the same speed. And so what that suggests is that they use the original files, which I guess they had laying around, and that's supposedly kind of rare. And uh, they re-rendered that beginning cutscene, and it does look a lot better. <laughs> it does. It really, really does. And I mean. <laughs> I guess it needed it, but it just adds to the overall improvement of the game. I am kind of sad that they left the imprisoned fights in there. <laughs> well, you All know, three that's of them. part of the game. The imprisoned fights aren't so bad if you just jump on his head and, and smash the spike in. That's what I do. Yep. Um, I can usually get him done in like a minute and a half, you know. So that's not too bad. Uh, I did like that the controls have been tweaked a little bit, you know, to fit the Switch's style, uh, you know, because and the Switch has a lot has more buttons than than the Wii did. So even with the nunchuck, um, not like a huge huge difference, I guess, when it comes to gameplay. But uh, I think I did prefer the controls a little bit more in this one. I mean, for for one thing, uh, it 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 is a little bit. They made it a little bit uh, more sim. Excuse me. Similar to people that have played people that have played Breath of the Wild, uh, will be happy that the run button has been dedicated to B now. Because yeah, yeah that way that's not going to be confusing. Um, so, although you may like I did in the beginning hours of the game, keep trying to hit X to jump. <laughs> yep, I did, and I also it took me a while to get used to flying and boosting with the loft wing, because. Yeah. And getting whipping out the harp and stuff is just remembering remembering where everything is, and uh, it's just it's it's still better. But know? with with running and and uh, the action button uh, on you know attached to different controls now, uh, I, I think was actually an improvement, right? Because before, you know, if you were trying, you had to hold down A to run up the block, but you also had to walk up to the block and hold A to push it. So yep. now that those are separated, uh, I do think that it it makes the game easier to play <laughs> absolutely i'm yawning Woo! <laughs> i wish maybe i i kind of wish that they had tweaked the stamina a little bit because i do feel like the whole stamina running out is does get annoying how quickly it runs out and in breath of the wild they made stamina expandable uh but i mean just carry some stamina potions with you and you're golden yeah i usually don't uh ever buy potions period I mean, this game is too easy. You really don't need it. And, you don't. And I just, I figured out how all the timing worked. Dude, you know, just for fun, I did the entirety of the uh, Lanaru, uh Silent Realm while being pursued. I, con I purposefully activated the Guardians and just let them chase me around while I collected Dusk Relics. <laughs> and it was awesome because I figured out how they work. I figured out their exact movements and whatnot. And we've pretty much hit everything that's not in spoiler territory, which is great because we have a truckload of stuff to talk about. Um, Ash, do you have anything else you want to say about the overall improvements of the game before we move on? Or uh, do you want to just go ahead and 
hit the ground running. Well, Skyward Sword HD, like I said, is 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 certainly the definitive version of the game. Uh, do you need to pick it up as a Zelda fan if you've played the original? Maybe not, but I yes, I enjoyed. Don't tell <laughs> yes, I. If if you don't have a version of the game, this is definitely the one you need to get. Um, if you're itching to get into to, to Skyward Sword again, then yes, I would definitely pick this up. Um, it's uh, and you get to play it on Switch. You can take it with you where you go. It's going to be an overall much better experience. And and Zach says you absolutely should should get it. Um, yes, one hundred percent. Even if you're not a Zelda fan, if you've never played video games before, buy it, buy the game, play the game, buy the game. Well, if you've never played this one before, then yes, you should get it for sure. No, if you've never even if you've never even seen a <laughs> Nintendo console, buy the game. Just buy it. Do just it. Buy it. Just play it. it. Just, just buy it. <laughs> Courtesy of Nintendo. Just kidding. They don't sponsor us. Not not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. Skyward Sword HD, um, in every way an improvement over the original. And yeah, I, I, I would definitely recommend this. And Skyward Sword, I, I you know, when I first played it, um, actually was I, I when it first came out it was it was my favorite Zelda game at the time. In retrospect, I've kind of changed that opinion a little bit and shifted some things around, but it was great to get back into it and, and I definitely think that the game is gonna rank even higher uh, with this version of the game out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it definitely does justice to the origin story of one of the best series of video games. And it's it's just the story is immaculate. We're going to get into it here in a sec, but it has one of the best stories of any video game I've ever played. The connection between the, the main characters is just so surreal. And how you feel going on your journey to, to make sure that everything is done to take care of everything, facing all the villains that you face along the way. It is a, it's an emotional experience. It's a, it's a dive. It's a lot of fun to play and get into. And when it came out, I was taken aback by just how beautiful the game really was. And now it's even better because it's crisper. It's more defined. It's treated with respect and we're given options to enjoy it in different ways. And that's what it deserves. You know, we're Nintendo's taking a step in the right direction as far as listening to uh, the community and listening to feedback, which makes me even more excited for Metroid Dread. That game is going to be amazing if Nintendo stays on on their course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on the so present game, course. Oh, my God, that game is going to be amazing, dude. Oh, my God, I'm dreading the wait. So ah. if you enjoyed the original, you're going to enjoy this one, of course. Even if you didn't enjoy the original, some of what annoyed you about it uh, is 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 has been greatly improved upon. So, uh, I'd recommend giving this one a try. And uh, yeah, I think a lot more Zelda players are going to go back and and play through Skyward Sword now. But I guess that'll be the end of our spoiler-free section. So, if you haven't played the game and you don't want to be spoiled about story details, then uh, then stop listening right now and yeah, this come is, this and is, listen to the rest of this once you beat the game or, you know. <laughs> this is where I'm going to activate my magic powers. If you haven't played this game, you will no longer hear... I'm just kidding. But, yeah, seriously, we're about to dive into spoilers, guys. If you if you don't want to... If you don't want to have the story spoil, spoiled, you don't want to have your heart broken, go ahead, and, go ahead and click that little stop button. But if not, you can dive right in with us because we have an awful lot to talk about. Yep, and we'll be right back after this trailer cut. Da 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 da!
Alright, uh, welcome back guys, back to Collateral Gaming, where the uh, points don't matter. I'm just kidding, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Is that how Whose Line is? I think that's how Whose Line is. <laughs> I, I'm what? not sure. Okay, but yeah, welcome back to Collateral Gaming, uh, the only video game podcast that matters, where we talk, you guys heard this at the beginning. Alright, so basically, we've been diving into Skyward Sword. The, uh, the quality of life changes, the overall improvements of how the game looks and feels, but now... We're here to talk story. We're here to talk lore. We're here to talk items. We're here to talk how the quality of life improvements affect the story and how they make the cutscenes better, brighter, how they make the characters shine more, the dungeons, uh, the puzzles within the dungeons, how Link himself interacts with the overall world. There's a lot of differences that have just made this game a much better and a much deeper experience. And right now, I haven't actually beaten the game yet. I've beaten Skyward Sword many times, but I haven't beaten Skyward Sword HD. I've been enjoying it, but I went through Skyward Sword with Ash probably around six, seven months ago. We, we played through it, and so right now the story isn't as fresh to me. But reliving it with these new improvements ha has made it seem like a brand new video game, and I find myself drawn to the aspect of just grinding it out. So... Ash, you were saying earlier that they rendered the opening cutscene. This is basically uh, Link having nightmares about the impending, impending doom on Skyloft and the land below, which, as we know, is the land of Hyrule that's been tarnished by monsters. Yep. And so... Future Kingdom of Hyrule. Future, ki future Kingdom of Hyrule. It's so cool. We've gone from Breath of the Wild, a ruined kingdom that Link has to go through and save, bring back, restore, and in this game we have what started it all. Yeah. The war between the goddess Hylia and Demise and his his evil cohorts, they managed to put him down, to strike him down, but the goddess was wounded, and so she transferred herself into the body of a human, and it's just, it's such a, oh my god, it's so cool. Alright, yeah. so... Give me so, your thoughts. Skyward Sword obviously is the origin story. It answers not only how the Master Sword came to be, which is cool, getting to to grow and 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 watch the Master Sword develop, which we'll talk about. Uh, oh, but yeah. also the origin story of you know Link and Zelda and even Ganondorf. Um, it goes back and explains, you know, like you said, the goddess Hylia in mortal form is Zelda, and that kind of explains why she continues to reincarnate. Um, the goddess Hylia also, I suppose, made sure that the ancient, uh, her chosen hero, would reincarnate as Link. And so Link's going to continue to reincarnate. And at the very end of the game, whenever you kill Demise, he tells you that his hatred is uh, never perishes and that he's going to continue to bug their descendants slash reincarnations. And so that is why God. Ganon comes oh. up later. So Honestly, it's man, all that's one, of my, that's one of my favorite parts of the game. He's like, extraordinary. You fight like no man or demon I have ever known. Yes. But this is not the end. And my hate never perishes. Oh my gosh. And he starts talking about how he will exist in a bloodline that shall constantly come back for vengeance constantly come back to try to take the land that is rightfully his and we see that through the entire series at the end of skyward sword your mind is just blown like this is what started it all because you kind of have inklings throughout the game but when he says that it confirms it yeah you've built the master sword you've taken your journey but once you get to that part that is what confirms that this is the beginning of it all well, and you don't even know who Demise is for most of the game. Uh, for, you know, for the majority of the game, he it's the Imprisoned. And then you find out that the Imprisoned is uh, Demise's sealed form. And, and, you know, he finally comes up and he, he does look kind of Ganon-esque. He's got this, like, flaming hair, which is reminiscent of Ganondorf's red hair. Um, and it... 
yeah, and he honestly looks even awesomer in HD. Um, really loved the detail. And to answer your question earlier, I, I do think that they made him harder because I remember recently when we did our Skyward Sword episode, um, I said that I only got it to Lanera Mining Facility. Well, I also had a, a the game from before, a, game, a playthrough from before that I hadn't quite beaten, so... I did, uh, back then a few months ago, play that final fight, and I don't remember dying. I remember getting through it pretty easily. Um, This time I was on the brink of death. I had to let a fairy revive me, so I I do think that they made the fight harder. I'm not 100% certain, but it definitely felt a lot harder to me. (laughs) Well, also, that was the first time you were attacking the fight with button controls. True. Um, <laughs> but if anything, I... the button controls to me were more precise um, than than the Wii's motion controls. Now I haven't tried the motion controls on the Switch yet. I've heard that they are more precise too. But that is um, true. But I, once you yeah. land a successful hit, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but once you land a precise hit, it's easier with the motion controls to swing faster and get consecutive hits. Whereas with the button controls, you have to flick really fast with your thumb after landing a precise hit. And it's just, it wouldn't be quite as fast unless you've just got that knack of flicking your thumb, which <laughs> now that I'm doing it, I'm doing it without a Joy-Con in my hand and it feels very silly. It looks like I'm trying to pack a can of dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it is, I remember in the original game it was easy to, to trigger a... Uh, uh, a spin attack by mistake. If you accidentally moved your left hand, it was going to do it. In this game, you still kind of have that problem with the button controls because um, if to, to trigger a spin attack, you flick the stick back and forth a, f- a couple times. So it's like right, left, right, or up, up, down, up, you know, um, either which way. And so if you're going back and forth, especially like the bamboo cutting game, <laughs> it is a little easy to, to trigger that by accident. So um, I, I will say that. But uh, I did feel that that the uh, the button controls were a lot more precise, and I was able to really you know tell Link what I wanted him to do. And um, I also found that if you slow yourself down and don't try to just keep attack, 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 you're gonna have an easier time. Um, the enemies actually do give you that little that second of of an opening, you know, like the Bacoblins. So <laughs> maybe I was finally playing the game right for the first time, and actually like not just like swinging around wildly, but you know, sort of actually strategizing and waiting and, and taking my time with them. Um, but later on in the game, when, you, when you're when you fully powered up and you've got your true master sword, um, you uh, a lot of the enemies are going to go down in just a couple hits anyway. So yeah. I, I do like that scaling and how the enemies do get easier uh, as your sword powers up. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, but you also do get more powerful enemies along the way, like those giant moblins that come through with the shields that you can cut up. Yeah. They're they're tougher to take down, but the true master sword wipes them out too. So what am I even saying? Yeah, the true master sword cuts enemies like like sliced bread. It is oh, it is oh, amazing. Yeah. It cuts through them like butter. It is it is awesome. Uh, and that of course you do get your master sword cutscene with your da 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 da. And oh yeah. One of my favorite parts of the game is when uh, Zelda blesses your Master Sword and makes it the true Master Sword, and that's when it plays that music. Oh, yeah. And honestly, that right there, once you get the true Master Sword, which is right before the Song of the Hero, it's it's perfect because that's the perfect time right there to do everything in the game because you have the most powerful sword, you have time to explore, and the Song of the Hero is a little bit of a momentum killer, momentum killer, 
and so use that killed momentum to collect everything because going off to do side quests is a momentum killer anyways you know because you're at, you're taking the time to you're taking the time to do everything anyways off to the side and with the true master sword enemies don't stand a chance you can do it all quickly yeah there is a lot of side quests to do and i actually kind of have and I, I talked to you about this earlier i have a good counterpoint to the whole song of the hero as a momentum killer a lot of people talk about how it, it sort of uh it does seem to to sort of halt the progress in the game, but I like it because up to that point of the game, it was just dungeon, 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 you know, and, and it's the same thing. You go to the same three areas, you know, twice in a row and, and you just, you know, go find another dungeon. So it's a nice way to break up the pace of the game. And not only that, but the the Song of the Hero, some of the sections of that are some of the best non-dungeon moments in the game. Um, we've got that whole stealth section in the Elden Volcano region where Link loses all of his items. And it, and it sort of forces you to strategize, you know, to think smart, and also reinforces that, you, you know, that whole dependence on your items that you've had up to this point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the flooded uh, flooding of Farron Woods, that was cool. The whole, to change up that whole section and make that whole environment into a completely new area. Um, a lot of people aren't fan of the Tad Tones thing, and I get that. But I love it's, it. I like it, yeah. I thought it was cool, and I just like being able to swim around Farron Woods. I actually, this time I actually went ahead and drank an air potion for that, and that made that section actually a lot more fun, too. Because I didn't have to worry about air for a good, solid, like, however long the potion metal extends that three minutes to, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. Really? Yeah. I need to try that out because I, I usually go through the game without potions. But I guess if I did it in hero mode, then um, I'd have to get potions. I usually, you know, I've skipped potion out on potions before too. But I thought, hey, I'm gonna actually try this potion out during the section of the game that it makes sense to use it. And actually, yeah, I felt like I, I had a, a a much easier time collecting. Uh, I had most of the tad tons collected by the time the potion ran out. By the way, um, that's the easy, best way to go through the thunder round as well, I figured out. Go ahead, because you can't take your pouch items with you, but if you drink a fully powdered up uh, stamina plus potion and a guardian plus potion right before you do the thunder round, that's going to last you like a good like seven battles, or it did for me. <laughs> that's interesting. I've never thought about that. I have never gone into the thunder round with any potions i just did it with the potion our, metal in, yeah 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 dude i'm telling you i i do you remember when i beat Kalakdos in like how what was it like a minute and 40 something or two yeah. minutes and 42 seconds that's what it was it was two minutes and 42 seconds i beat Kalakdos. i was so proud of that time but i did now uh, that i think about it with the improved motion controls i could probably beat that time yeah, I did Skaldura in like 49 seconds, and that may not have even been my best. That was just recently, like today, um, I, I did that. And uh, Skaldura is probably the easiest boss in this game. You can beat him in less than a minute. All the imprisoned fights can be done in just over a minute uh, by jumping on his head and smash, smash, smash. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fighting a yawn. Yeah. Uh. Um, the other part of the Song of the Hero, that Lanero section, I actually like too because... Uh, it involves a time travel puzzle with the that like tree of life thing sapling, which is kind of really yeah, cool. It's, I, it's really it's relaxing puzzle because you're just kind of following the time stone and it's kind of protecting it. Aha moment! Just, 
you're like, this is a tree that matures for thousands of years. Huh? How am I going to, oh, I can plant it in the past. And then when I come back to the future, it's fully matured. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's really cool. I love it when they do little time things like that. They kind of do that in the Oracle games too. In the past, you can plant these things called Gasha seeds. Yeah. And when you go back to the present, they're fully grown trees with seeds and that have like rings and stuff inside of them. Yep. It's I really remember. it's really cool. But the Tree of Life puzzle is kind of nice. It's relaxing. Plus the Thunder Dragon is definitely the coolest of the three. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he, he he's a vibe. He's he's a total vibe. I like how um Yo how, Yo Yeah. <laughs> and, and it gives you access to the Thunder Round as well, which is one of the coolest parts of the game. Um the original game had you know introduced that whole boss rush mode and it's a lot of fun and it's really cool to beat your times, you know, and in the game it rewards you for, for beating your own personal records. Oh, so yeah. and you can go back and play the silent realms as well. Um, those are just as hard as ever. I don't think anything was ever tweaked about them, and I know some people did complain about them, but hopefully with the more you know precise motion controls and, and better frames, uh, I think people are going to have a bit easier time with them. I, uh, I didn't fail a single one this time, although uh, on those last two, on the Elven one and on the uh, Skyloft one, I did end up like triggering the the guard the guardians to, like come after me. So, <laughs> whereas the first two, I never I never I, I time froze for me the entire time because I managed to collect them fast enough. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was um, it was a lot of fun doing these again. They're a lot more terrifying now that they're smoother. Uh, yeah, the, the enemies look a lot more defined, a lot scarier. Uh, but as I was telling Ash before we started recording, uh, <laughs> I played around in a silent realm. Just, I, I purposefully activated the guardians and let them chase me. Every single time I picked up a tear, I would just touch the water <laughs> and just <laughs> run around. But it was really hard to do that in the desert. So I just had some fun with it because I, I normally, uh, I enjoy the silent realms a lot. I did them a bunch on the Wii. I do just too. especially going back and just replaying them, they're fun. They're terrifying. They're hard, um, especially if you're new to the game. Uh, those stealth segments are. Zelda does a really good job at creating good scary stealth segments. Where if you mess up, you're either gonna have to go all the way back to the beginning, or the punishment is terrifying enough to where you just don't want to get caught. So, and they did a really good job with that because the guardians are horrifying. If they hit you, Link goes flying. He tr kind of tries to push up, but he dies, or the sp his spirit is shattered, and you have to start over. So it's you don't want to get hit. It's a good way. Like a, it's a good way to pace out the game in between dungeons too. Uh, oh once yeah. Again, Plus, you, you know. get a reward for it. You you get the claw shots. You get uh, the ability to swim. The water dragon scale. And you get, what's the third one? The, the fire shield red, earrings. The fire shield earrings, yeah. So you can be in super hot areas. So I you think can get to the fire sanctuary. Adding earrings, I think, is kind of is the, cool, the coolest idea that they had. Uh, oh, yeah. That link, that, that it's Link's earrings that, that, that allow him to go into super hot areas. I, I liked that. I thought that was cool. Um, oh, and yeah. the second the second act of the game, I think, is where the game really shines its brightest, in my opinion, because, I mean, you've got the Silent Realm segments, but you've also got the best dungeons in the game right there. Uh, the Ancient Cistern and the Sand Ship. Uh, oh, yeah. For what it's worth, the Fire Sanctuary is all right. It's not my favorite, but it's it's all right. Um, but those two in particular, I mean, the Sand Ship is one of my favorite dungeons in the entire Zelda series, and the Kalaktos boss fight is one of my favorite boss fights. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I love the Ancient Cistern, man. The music, the water. I love water dungeons. I've always been a fan of them. Most people hated the Lake Bed Temple from Twilight Princess. I loved it. 
Yeah, I like water dungeons, but the Ancient Cistern is actually a much more tolerable water dungeon for a lot of people because mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't focus on the same mechanics um, as other water dungeons do. Um, but it still does use water, which is cool, but it also plays around with other themes. And I like the whole uh, Hindu imagery that they go with in, in that section or, or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Plus the undead underground area where you have to deal with these cursed goblins. Yeah, there's like a whole heaven and earth thing going on, and it's really cool. Um, yep. I love that whole imagery and yeah, the undead bacoblins that you have to f you have to do the ending blow on in order to finish them off. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, and they once you start climbing up the rope, they start chasing you yes. up the rope, and it's like ah, stop it! You go shake so, them off, and yeah, it, it's it's a cool it's a cool section of the game. Absolutely, absolutely, but, it is. It's so good. So good. and honestly, until you get the tr the master sword, it's got it's the best flame. Like let's be real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's only three, so I can't really say that. The best flame is the third one, obviously, because you get the master sword before it's blessed. The second best is the first one, because it lengthens your sword and sharpens it, so where it does twice as much damage and the sword looks cooler, because it expands a little bit at the hilt. The second one increases your dowsing ability. Yeah. I hate it, because I love the sand ship. It's an amazing dungeon. It's one of the best ones in the series. Plus, the build-up to the boss is incredible, because you've got all these tentacles breaking through the walls of the ship while it's filling up with water, and you're trying to get out. Then you go out there, and there's this thunderstorm. Your ship is in the middle of the ocean. It's just a wreck. You're, you know you're about to fight this sea creature, and then a Monsters, Inc. character comes out of the water. <laughs> Yes, it's like, like the, it one is of the, the biggest build up to a whoopee cushion thing I've ever seen in my life. Like some dude was on acid when he designed that monster because that is just no, not even because if it was acid, it would, it would be creative. It was just there's such an underwhelming boss, like in terms of design and in terms of the way the fight goes because it's just got the big giant eye. You know, it's just kind of like got a cool name though, like Tantalus. That's an awesome Tantalus. name for a water monster. That's lame because it, it has like, tentacles. It's Tantalus. Okay, but it's but it's it's a big rage baby from Monsters Inc. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. But and it's the, so annoying. The setting is cool. And I do like how you go in to get the flame and then and then the whole ship comes apart and the tentacles come through, like you said. That is cool. I like having to go all the way back up to, you know, the uh the deck and, and face it. Uh, and, and the fact that uh that the face it has two phases and that so like the first part takes part on like, you know, the bow and, and then and then you go down to the stern and so that's cool. Um, and, and obviously that is, we've talked about it before, that is just one of the coolest dungeons. I love the whole, that there's just the one time shift stone that's on the mast and you just go at it from different angles. I mean, the time travel puzzles with the time shift stones were cool enough as they were, but now you're on a fucking robot pirate ship. I mean, come on. How, how much cooler does that get? Right. It's, 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 it's a time altering robot pirate ship, but you said you got all the heart, you got all the heart pieces, right? Everything. I got all the heart pieces, all the goddess cubes, all the gratitude crystals. Um, I guess the only thing I didn't do is I didn't get every single dowsing target. My health never dipped to a point that Phi ever suggested dowsing for hearts, and I forgot to go talk to that one magma that get, lets you route douse for rupees. So if you want to consider that 100%, I didn't do that. But I did everything I, else. I upgraded everything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I haven't upgraded anything yet on the sand ship. I, I would. I, I I immediately started upgrading. I'm all constantly focusing on upgrades. Dude, honestly, I need to upgrade the slingshot because the scatter shot is fantastic. Scatter shot is cool. Uh, and and it, the speedy, the 
Dura, the Hardy Beetle or whatever it's called. Yeah. The Tough Beetle. That's what the it tough is. Tough Beetle. The the Beetle was a, is a cool item. Um, I think we we might have talked about it in our Zelda items list, but um, the the Beetle is a fun item, and I love you know turning it into the Hook Beetle opens up a lot more, uh, you know, to that item. Absolutely, it does. It, it was it's a cool like it's a cool like substitution of the boomerang because the boomerang's kind of an underwhelming item. You know, you don't use it very much in Zelda games and. You know, they they tried it in the 3D games. They they did the whole like target up to five things. Twilight Princess tried turning into a Gale boomerang. This game just said fuck the boomerang. Um, we're gonna give you this mechanical thing that you can control, and it's cool. I love doing it. Um, and and like you said, the scatter shot actually gives the slingshot purpose after you get the bow. Plus, you don't get the bow until much later in the game, so you're relying yeah. on it a lot more. So I do like that they did that. Uh, the weapon, I mean, the items, there aren't that many items in Skyward Sword, but they definitely feel better utilized than in other oh, games. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And let's be honest, the pirate, uh, the, the captain of the sand ship that you have to fight in order to get the bow, that's one of the best mini-bosses in the series. Right? Why couldn't it. that guy be the boss? He's cool. I like him. Yeah, yeah and, him, but much harder, like much more difficult. Yeah, and you fight his like twin brother in the in the fucking uh, sky keep in the sky keep. Yeah, and that's yep. just a cool fight because you're now you're kind of like jousting and, and you're running at each other and it's so epic and you're just trying to like thrust him back until you push him off and it's it's really cool. <laughs> oh yeah, and they have a little cutscene of him like almost falling off and then he falls off and he's like. Aah! And he just explodes. <laughs> yeah, and that dude stuck around for like thousands of years. So props to you, bro. Yeah, but now you're dead. But now you're dead. You have served your glorious purpose. Which, by the way, I finished Loki today. Oh, you did. It is spectacular. Oh, I know that it is. Show was amazing, and I am so mad that there was only six episodes. You know what's funny? While I was playing through the Ancient Cistern, I was like sort of, I, I had the uh, the assembled episode for Loki, you know, that, those behind-the-scenes episodes they have on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I had that playing in the background, so I'm like listening to that while I'm playing through the Ancient Cistern, and, and it honestly was, was a cool vibe. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Loki is really good. You should, you guys should go check it out. It's, it's Ab- probably absolutely. one of the best things to come out of the MCU, hands down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, really good. But, uh, <laughs> no, also, I'm not going to say anything about that show. This game is quite a bit more cinematic, I felt like, than other Zelda games had been up to this point. Uh, obviously, delving into the relationship between Link and Zelda quite a bit more. I mean, oh, she's yeah. a flirt. She's a tease. And you really feel the connection between them. And you know that Link is going to do anything to get her back because he loves her. Exactly. Of course. Like, she was going to kiss him when they were flying through the air. I and she was about to tell him. She's like, "There's been something I've been meaning to tell, talk to you about." Like, dude, she I love you. She was gonna tell him that she loved him. I know. And then the black tornado. They're so perfect like, that's for what each we other. Need like a, we need childhood friends that just naturally developed a relationship. We're talking over each other. It's because we're both excited. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. What you were saying. Go ahead. Yeah, I just the the chemistry between Link and Zelda is spot on in this game. And yes, I had to turn down Beatrice. Um, broke my heart to do it because she's so sweet and cute and I actually created a duplicate save file where I, I did confess my feelings to her so I could have that, that little moment of happiness but nah in my main playthrough I turned her down because Link isn't in love with her he's in love with Zelda absolutely and at the end you see them standing atop the statue of the goddess looking over this their new home and they're like and it's beautiful we're about to populate this land <laughs> 
just giving him the fuck me eyes. <laughs> oh my god. We're about to populate this land. <laughs> that was funny. You know you know she's giving him the fuck me eyes. You can oh, see it. Oh dude. Yes, you don't you don't let your man go through that and then Yeah, you don't you don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to be the civil one here. I'm God, she's so cute in this game. I really, really love Zelda's character here. Um, definitely an improvement over the Zelda from Twilight Princess, who was just like stoic and didn't really have a character. This this version of Zelda's cool. Uh, I really, really enjoy her a lot. And she's not a princess. Bro, I take that back. I take that back. Zelda yeah. is the goddess Hylia in mortal form. She was doing her own part. They need to be giving each other the eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be. It needs to be on the same level because they both put in a lot of effort, and they both went through a lot. To this day, I think I think uh, Skyward Sword has the best uh, it does. relationship between you between know, characters. Okay, Skyward Sword has the best relationship. Breath of the Wild has the second best. Yeah. Um, but Breath of the Wild's story is kind of cheeks. I think it will be great once Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and puts it all, links it all together. Because I, I genuinely think they're going to give us a game at some point where Link and Zelda are together. And we're going to see it. That would be I, cool. I, 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 I think it's going to be Breath of the Wild 2, man. I don't know. I th feel like the games also have purposely left it open so that, you know, Link always has multiple love interests. And in this game, this game is no exception. They totally heavily hint at Link and Zelda, but um, you can also uh, completely admit your feelings to Beatrice. And, and Fi says something like, I, I, if, you, if you scan her, she'll say something like, I, I recommend you don't tell Zelda about this the next time you see her. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I always turn down Patrice. I feel bad. I I I've did never... it the first time, and I felt bad about it. I felt like I was cheating on Zelda. Is that weird? No, 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 no. Because that's why I always do it. Because I don't want to be I don't want to be adulterous. You know? She Zelda's, she is cute Zelda's though. My lady. She's like bye, <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but at the Dude, same you know time, who the best character in the entire game is though, who? hands down. Gear him. Shop no, well, Gear him is fabulous. I love Gear him so much. Like, your first encounter with him in the Skyview Temple is one of the coolest moments in Zelda history. He's so because fabulous. He's, he's full of so much character and, and charisma, and he's just such an interesting villain. He's he a better is, villain than Demise, actually. <laughs> he, he, has put more, he has put more charisma and character into the Zelda series than a lot of these villains. I'd say him, Vati, Zant. Uh, Zant, Zant is cool because because that whole twist at the end with Zant, Zant you know? is just nutty, man. Zant is <laughs> off. Zant is off of something, man. He is cracked out always, absolutely always. Oh, dude, I didn't even notice that we've been talking for an hour. We have. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll sort of wrap things up from here. But what what was your what was your uh, what was your favorite character besides Girahim or Zelda or Beatrice? Uh, well, I love Link. Link will always be my favorite character in any Zelda game. I know he's the protagonist and he's who you play as, but there his spirit and his courage is just it's inspiring. And even because you're the one that's doing it, it's a story that's being told through your experience, and it's really fun. That's why I love Zelda games because. I fell in love with Zelda at a young age because it instilled courage in me because I was willing to take that journey and do it and complete it. And yes, it was a game. And yes, I had to figure out puzzles and stuff, but I was able to do that, which is an attitude that I took towards the problems in life. 
And that's why I love Skyward Sword so much because it takes you back to those roots. Yeah. You know, my f- and uh, my favorite character in the game, besides them, probably the shopkeeper. Which one? The the Rupin? one that he's like not Pippin. Uh, Ru- Rupin, the one from that that sells the gear, like the the oh, one. Oh yeah, Rupin, him. Yeah, yeah, Rupin, the one. He's like, huh? Mm. <laughs> and and like he, he's so excited away. every time you walk away he looks so depressed and, <laughs> and when you visit him at night he's just completely different <laughs> oh yeah and you can sell him treasure and stuff but uh no that's not necessarily accurate i just i really like that character i think uh i like headmaster geopora i think how do you, is that how you say it? i always headmaster said geopora geopora but yeah. i really like him I love that character. I love how concerned he is. I love how he's just cool with you just accepting your destiny as the hero of legend. He's just like, all right, cool. Go get my girl. <laughs> go get my daughter because she boy. loves you and you love her. Go do it. But boy, just go get her. <laughs> this so, is what true heroes strive for. Fi, I hated Fi in the original game until the very end because at the end it always makes me kind of emotional because. I was choking Link up a little bit. I, I was just playing the end, and it, God, that hits you, and that feels so bad. <laughs> Link, Link obviously cares about Fi, and it's it's apparent at the end of the game. So. All over his face, yeah. I love how Link <laughs> conveys so much expression in this game through, mm-hmm. conveys so much emotion through his expressions. And you can tell that he loves Zelda because the first time he sees her in the Skyview Temple, he is just thrilled. Uh, no, he doesn't see. No, doesn't, no, no, he no, no, see no, her no. Till shh, the, shh, 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 the Earth Temple. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't see her there either. He doesn't. I think he sees her at the. He doesn't see her till the, or does he see her very briefly at the end of he the Earth Temple? He sees her in the Earth Temple. Yeah, he and does. He runs. He runs to her, and Impa gets in the way, and he's like, "You were late. You're lucky I would have gotten here because she would have fallen into the hands." I know she bitches at you. So, and she mm-hmm. becomes a great character later. But I remember every time you get that that moment at the Temple of Time, I always tell her, "Am I late?" Me too. I did it. T- I did it this time. <laughs> that snarky response because she, come on. And she's like, <laughs> "Actually, you're right on time." Yeah. I love it. And then she's just awesome. And then you realize at the end of the game that she was the old woman in the sealed grounds the whole time, and it's just. It's it's so awesome the twist where it just kind of hits you that you've I been figured it out. Impa the whole time. I remember the yeah, first time I played the game, I figured it out actually before. Yeah, because you see the bracelet. Yeah, and uh, her her hair dangling in that little clock. And she's got kind of gave it away. She's got Sheikah symbols all over her, and she's in the same oh, yeah. area where you see Impa in the past. Yeah, Absolutely. I give you the pieces. They did. But Skyward Sword is amazing, and if you haven't played it, you definitely need to. I guess we're going to kind of wrap things up here. We've been talking for a little bit of time. Yeah, we have. Um, It is still a very linear game. I don't see that as a downfall of it. I mean, I I kind of approach this game the same way I do Metroid Fusion. I think the fact that this Zelda game is more linear allows it to tell the story that it does. And I like that they went that direction with this one. It gives it its own character. It makes... Skyward Sword, its own special Zelda game, and I appreciate that. And I think that Skyward Sword is one of the better Zelda games. I uh, I don't know if it's in my top five, but it's definitely in my top ten. Um, I'd have to kind of reevaluate my list. Skyward Sword HD uh, places that even higher for me. I think I think Skyward Sword HD makes this game a lot better. I enjoyed the quality of life improvements. I enjoyed revisiting the game that I already loved. <laughs> it's, an, it's an amazing experience, and I'm excited to get cracking on the end of the game. I've got a long day at work tomorrow, so I'm going to take my Switch with me and play 
in my off hours. I'm 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 really looking forward to just having some solo time to get through the game. Hell yeah! But it's it's a beautiful experience. It really is. It's really good to be back, and it keeps me busy until Metroid Dread comes out. Which, when that game comes out, you can expect there to be a game launch edition the day of. Yes. Where we won't even know spoilers. We're just going to talk first impressions and scream like little girls. Because it will be the sequel that we have deserved after 19 years. And I am going to go bonkers. When Prime 4 comes out, I'm probably going to put my head through the wall. And if you guys know how big my head is, I can bring down nations with this bitch. (laughs) But, yeah, guys... uh... I was super stoked to talk about it. As soon as they announced Skyward Sword HD, I'm like, we're talking about it. We're gonna we're throwing it in here. Um, next time, we're going to talk about a bad game. Our first one of the season, our only bad game of the season, Sonic 06. <laughs> yes. The bad game that had good intentions, but none of them conveyed. <laughs> so that's coming up next, Sonic the Hedgehog. And then our season finale on Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain. We're going to kind of compare and contrast the Quantic Dream games. Uh, we'll be ending the season there. And we're going to be announcing what our season premiere is on that season finale. We've already mentioned it once in this episode. I'll give you that much. It's mm-hmm. probably not hard to figure out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you enjoy Collateral Gaming, check out the season finale of Collateral Cinema as well. We're going to be talking about the interview, and I'm really excited to release that episode. And then uh, that's going to be the end of our of that season, and we're going to be heading into season five of Collateral Cinema and season four of Collateral Gaming. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, We do have a Patreon where we release exclusive Let's Play commentaries. During the break, uh, I do want to continue releasing bonus round episodes bi-weekly. So uh, we'll have that. But for the most part, we're going to kind of recharge our batteries in September. And and, uh, we'll pick back up in October. But don't worry. We've still got the month of August to wrap up Season 3 of Collateral Gaming. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to it right now. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or feedback on your platform of choice. Oh, yeah. I couldn't have said it better yourself. And... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys listening in, as always. And so... I guess that's going to be it. Skyward Sword HD. I think I might have a sneeze or two for here for you here in a second. But uh, if not, I'm Zachary Gio. And I'm... Hot, hot, dad! <laughs> oh, we are Collateral Gaming, and we are out. Out.
Collateral Gaming is a collateral media podcast. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor.